Welcome in, everybody. We're the Nerdicons. We're back. We're back for episode 12. 12 episodes of nerdy goodness. Uh, we are back. It's me, your host, Russell, and with me as always, <coughs> coughing his brains hey out. I almost choked on coffee. I don't know how that works. I always find a way to screw it up. Who are you? Uh, hey, guys. Happy New Year. Yeah, happy New Year. Happy me? New Year, Carl. You got to tell people who you yeah. are. You just can't. I didn't I didn't oh, I didn't my. say your name. I thought you did. No, I did not. <laughs> but oh, we are we uh, Carl. <laughs> we are back in the new year. It's 2020 and yeah, it's 2020. Uh another decade starting in It'll be the second full decade of Marvel movies. How do you feel about that? I mean, the first decade didn't let me down, so, you know, I'm, I'm going in with you know, an open heart to the second decade of Marvel movies. Again, we thank you all for listening. We are the Nerdicons. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter, at Nerdicons Pod. You can rate, review, subscribe on your favorite podcast apps. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Google Play. We are on Stitcher, and we're on iHeartRadio. Oh, are we ending the show already? No, I'm, I always do this at the beginning of the show. You know that. I just did it later because, I don't know, we, we don't have a format here because we're so professional. We're releasing you. <laughs> Fast and loose. So, Carl... What did you do? What did you watch? And did you get anything this week? Oh, good question. Well, of course I worked. Um, let's no, no. Let's no more than that. Um, I'm going to say that every week until people are tired of it, and then I'm going to say it more. Um, did I do? So I didn't really do anything but work. But I got a little bit of time. I watched a movie from 2018 really didn't have any, like, you know, desire to see it. It just happened to come up free on Prime. And they said, why not? I'll give it a shot. And that movie happened to be Bumblebee. Ah, Bumblebee. Yeah. And my, you know, disagree or agree, my score for it is a solid A. I give it a solid A, not a minus, not a plus. Solid A. I I, I actually I, I actually really love. It. I agree with that. It's basically it to me. It was it was like E.T. with explosions. <laughs> no, no Bayhem though. No. 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 And how I was really I was it was so nice. I could see the Transformers fighting and know the difference between the robots. <laughs> yeah, I, and, I, I, I would, I would venture to say Bumblebee's the best of the Transformers movies. I, and you know what, I would second it. I, would, I would back you up on that. I honestly feel like if that was the first movie we got, I would have been so ecstatic and happy, and like I just really enjoyed the relationship between Charlie and Bumblebee, like, it was sweet, it was, you know what I mean? Yeah. It felt earned, like, it was, 
I, I like that so much better. Her relationship with Bumblebee than Shia, Shia LaBeouf is uh, same with Wiki's relationship with Bumblebee. Like to me, this one hit so much harder. Like I really felt like they bonded. Right. Yeah. It was. And her friend wasn't very annoying, which he could have been very annoying. He had the potential to be annoying, but he wasn't. And there was just enough of them not to get annoyed. Like, you know what I mean? There's just enough of them where you like him, but, like, I mean, he he could have been in the movie or not been in the movie. You know what I mean? It still would have been the same movie to me, but, like, he had some comic relief in there that, like, he added just a little spice to something. Right. Sorry guys, I'm yawning. It's it's late here. We're we're recording later later at night than we usually do. So if I yawn, I know I, Russ works hard. Uh, and has kids, so. It's those are two full time jobs. It's it's been a crazy day. So, um, did you get anything? Any any collectibles? Any any shirts or pants or clothing nerd related or I got some Spider-Man underwear. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I do. I do have some Spider-Man boxers. I'm not going to lie. Um, I do too. Oh, you have my Spider-Man boxers? I don't have yours. I don't know where they went. Oh. You had to clarify. I'm sorry. Um, no, I didn't get any collectibles this week. But I did find because I decided because I have off uh, from my second job on Friday nights, so I met up with my girl and I helped the fruit shop. And I said I'll go to the mall and to GameStop. I went on a little hunt for a little bit, and uh, and our the, in this really crappy mall in my town, they have an FYE, and I stumbled upon a Japanese Spider-Man fleece blanket, and I was like. Yes, I will buy you now. <laughs> and I did. Because it's like... I don't want to say it's a guilty pleasure because I don't feel guilty about loving this aspect of Spider-Man. Right. But it's definitely one of those, like... It's like a soft spot. Like, if I see it and it's so Spider-Man or, you know, you know, the Toei Spider-Man, anything, if I see it, I'm buying it. Like, it's just like... It's not a guilty pleasure, but it's just like I just love it. It's just this kooky aspect of Spider-Man that, like, when I use the word kooky, yes, um, because I didn't have any better words to use. It's just uh, right. No, it, it's it's it, it hits me. In, it's like I got a soft spot for it. It's like those people who buy. It, it, it's like if you collect Funko Pops, you know. It's yeah. like, let's say you're. You're a huge, uh, I don't know, Thundercats fan, and all you want to collect is Thundercats Funko Pops, which I don't even know if they've made Thundercats Funko Pops. But I believe they did. But that's all you wanted to collect. You don't care about the other Thundercats stuff, but you want to collect the Funko Pops. You know. You you want every every piece of merchandise to have Snarf on it, you know? Maybe that's your niche. Uh, Starf, I mean, Snarf's your thing. We're not judging. It's, it's totally yeah, okay. Snarf, snarf. snarf. Yeah, everybody's got their thing. Snarf, snarf. Oh, gee, you know. Um, no, uh, I get it. I mean, all, 
all aspects of Spider-Man are my favorite, like, uh, is my niche, but, like, I just have a super soft spot for the Japanese Spider-Man, the Toei Spider-Man, anything. Like, I, oh, I did get something else. I, I think I showed it in the chat, but I didn't, I don't think I mentioned it. I got, um, because for some reason, last summer was the 40th anniversary of the Japanese Spider-Man show, and this year, this past year, was the 80th anniversary of Marvel. So they're, they're putting out a lot of 80th anniversary of Marvel stuff with Japanese Spider-Man on it. So the Disney Store exclusive had a Spider-Man, Toei Spider-Man mug. And it's his hand holding the mug, but it's a gauntlet. Oh. So you put your hand like on, in his little like wrist gauntlet and hold the, the handle. And it looks like it's the Japanese Spider-Man's hand with the gauntlet on holding a mug of coffee. And uh, I had to buy it. But they've been putting out a lot of, like, Japanese Toei Spider-Man stuff for the 80th anniversary of Marvel, which is interesting. Um, so I'm just eating it up. Right. Also, I also think they're testing the waters for uh, bringing him into the Sony Spider-Verse movie. Yeah, I mean, isn't the, I think that's rumored for the second... I mean, I think Lord Miller actually... Confirmed him. They confirmed. Yeah, they confirmed it. They confirmed him for Spider Verse Two. Him and um twenty ninety nine, I believe, have been confirmed. Yeah. Which that's that's right right <coughs> up your alley. Oh, that's like two of my all time favorite versions of Spider Man. Like, if I had to put them in order, I mean, I can't even put Peter Parker in a list because, of course, he's. You know, it starts with him, all with him. Like, yeah, of course he's my favorite, but if I had to do a top, you know, list of, like, my favorite Spider-Man versions of Spider-Man, it would be 2099, Ben Rowley, and the Japanese Spider-Man. It's kind of like the tie for the Japanese in 2099. Like, I just love them so much, I can't, I can't diss one or the other. Right. But, um, yeah. They're so. like, they're like your, your, your second favorites. After the 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 Stanley original, yeah, you know, after Peter Parker, it's like well, that's my. If I say twenty ninety nine is my favorite version of Spider Man, I automatically you must assume that I mean my favorite version of Spider Man other than Peter Parker. Right. So yeah. so let me ask you, mm. little little sidetrack, um, mm. rank your movie Spider Mans. Rank oh. Is it hard? There's only three of them. Well, I'll, I'll say, let me let me rephrase that. Rank your uh, three action Spider Mans make it easier. Make rank your three U.S. Spider Mans. Oh, U.S. Spider Mans. Because okay. there's Jap- there's been a Japanese movie, right? Well, they had a TV series. Well, yeah, Nicholas Hammond. We all know he's the no, he's no, the no, goat. The Jap- the Jap- the Japanese show, the Spider-Man was a TV Oh, okay, series. okay. Yeah, and that's what, um, it was the first superpower hero that called, summoned a Japanese robot. So pretty much, without that series, you wouldn't have power, the whole genre of Super Sentai, so you wouldn't have Power Rangers or anything well, you, like that. you wouldn't have Voltron first. Then, because of Voltron, then you wouldn't have Power Rangers. I just want everybody to be clear on that. No, it's really it's the Spider-Man show. But yeah, I know, I know, no, 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 no. It's 
Without the Spider-Man, you don't have Voltron. Without Voltron, you don't have Power Rangers. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, I, I, I thought I was. I was gonna. No, I wasn't. I wasn't trying to pick a fight there. I was trying to. Okay, I was trying to clarify that Power Rangers is is you know a third iteration of something. I was gonna drive down there and be like, smack, and then give you a big hug, and then drive back. <laughs> <laughs> but back 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 to the U.S. movie releases, the Sony. Okay. The Sony-owned property of Spider-Man of the of the three franchises, rank them. Mm. Um, number three would be Tobey Maguire. How dare you! Actually, number four would be Tobey Maguire. <laughs> number three would be Andrew Garfield. Number two would be Tom Holland, and number one would be Nicholas Hammond. <laughs> I don't care what anybody thinks. Fight me. No, don't fight me. But you can't change my mind. <laughs> how, how are, what are your feelings of Christopher Daniel Barnes? Oh, the voice? The kid that did the voice? Yeah, Greg Brady from the Brady Bunch movie. Yes, yeah, the kid that did for Ultimate Spider-Man? Yeah. He did the voice? He did, he did the, yeah. the Fox animated show. Well... Wait, you're confusing me. The Fox from the 90s? Yeah, that was Christopher Daniel Barnes. Oh, he's he's great. Yeah. No, I love his voice. And plus, he, the way they animated Peter Parker, he looked like Nicholas Hammond. <laughs> Look at the pictures. I'm not, the I'm, not, I'm not saying they didn't. I'm just, <laughs> I just laughing. Yeah, no, I know. I, I'm not, not saying you. I'm saying, telling the audience. You know, the two listeners. Yeah. Um, we have more than that. Okay, okay. All right. The two two and a half listeners. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, no, I like his voice. I mean, I even like. Uh, oh, I forget his name. Uh, from the sixties, one Canadian voice cartoon actor. No idea. He, yeah, I forget his name right now, but I liked his voice. I mean, honestly, actually, to really, if I could push Toby down even farther. I think the Electric Company Spider-Man was a way better Spider-Man than Toby. <laughs> yeah, the Toby hate is <laughs> real. That's really real. I hate those movies. <laughs> Do you hate all Sam Raimi movies? Or just no. Sam Raimi with Toby Maguire? Just Sam Raimi with Toby Maguire and the title called Anything with Spider-Man in it. Wow. That they, they made. I hate with a passion. It just, uh, yeah, you know, people can argue all day with me, but their speak for for them. They were little when those came out, so they have nostalgia, and they have through they're looking at those movies through you know rose tinted glasses. Uh, I was old enough to be like, this isn't right. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? As I sat in the theater. Watching the first Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire, there's just like that itch in the back of your brain, like on the back of your brain, is going. I should be liking this, but I'm not. Right. <laughs> like you know what I mean. Right. That that's kind of how I felt when I was in Man of Steel. Yeah, I, I mean, I could see if someone said that's how they felt about Man of Steel. I. Uh, Although mine was more, I want to like this, and I'm disappointed I don't like this. Like, I feel like I should. 
I mean, I guess that's kind of how I felt, but it's just like in my head, I was saying like, I've been waiting my whole life for a Spider-Man movie. I should be absolutely loving every second of this right now, and I'm not. Right. <clears throat> um. Yeah, it's just. Mm, yeah, but I liked Andrew. He had a lot of potential, and I don't care how, what people say. Oh, he was—he wasn't a good Peter Parker. Or he was being a dick. I was like, Peter Parker was a dick. <laughs> When he was in high school. And he could be perceived as a dick. Like, he had a chip on his shoulder. He had the weight of the world on his shoulders. You say the wrong thing to Peter Parker, he could snap on you. Like, Peter Parker was a dick. He was an angsty teenager. He could be, definitely be a dick. <coughs> right. I don't think he, I don't think Andrew Garfield played him bad at all. To me, that was like, oh, that's angsty teenage Peter Parker. That's the guy from... The Dicko and early Ramita run, like, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. No, I really don't, but People, yeah, I, I'm agree with you. <laughs> yeah. You know? Uh, Definitely, Peter Parker could be a dick sometimes. Well, I don't know when he became so wish. Wow, I just watched a car almost just, like, hit a parked car. People are stupid. Um. Anyway. Um, the kid that did the ultimate Spider-Man, I'm seeing elements in Tom Holland's Spider-Man of, like, little voice things, like, <coughs> the goofball getting hit by something and going, ah, <laughs> cartoony, like, that was in the ultimate Spider-Man cartoon. Yeah. And I hated it, and I felt like it really, like, made Spider-Man look like a chump. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it was just goofy, kitty, cartoony shit. Pardon my language. And then when there's things in the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies, like Civil War and Infinity War, when he gets hit by something, he goes, like, like a cartoon. I'm like, no. Well, do, do, to, like, do you think the directors do that because they want Spider-Man to convey pain, and he's got a mask completely covering his face, so they have him cry out. Well, it's the crying out when he like gets thrown off screen, far like a cartoon. Like he does the same kind of like ah, like kind of like if you watch the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon, you hear him do yeah. it, and then he does it in the movies. And I don't know if it's like they telling him to do that. Because the kids that would have obviously been watching that cartoon that are seeing this movie, that's who they think Spider-Man is when he's not. Well, I, like, I just wonder, like, you know, you've got an actor, like, you know, they, they've made arrangements for Tony Stark to show his face. And when he's in pain, you can't do the physical acting of showing pain. So instead of showing the pain, they're yeah. screaming well, out, like gets, you know? He's talking and he gets hit by something and he's like, Oh, oh no, I was gonna go to the market. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's still talking, like a cartoon. Okay. Like, he's still talking as he's fading into the background, you know, flying a well, hundred thousand feet you know, away. Like, Ultimate Spider Man was done by Disney, so. It's Looney Tunes. Well, me. yeah. Like, it's just 
corny Looney Tunes, and that's not Spider-Man. I mean, Disney is retconning everything to nothing happened before they owned this property. So, you know, they're doing that with other properties they own. Star Wars. But um, (laughs) I'm not getting on that. That'll be the only mention (laughs) of it today. Um, But, you know, for the listeners, if you want to watch a good Spider-Man cartoon, what you need to watch besides the 90s one is Spectacular Spider-Man. I have that on DVD. That was a fantastic Spider-Man cartoon. I enjoyed it. My in kids my, liked it. In my opinion. Yeah. I would... I, I, I need... Is that on Disney Plus right now? Uh, no, it's not. Okay. Because I don't think... No, no think nothing Sony Spider-Man is on Disney Plus. No, there's Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Okay. The 90s cartoon. Like some of the older cartoons, that's prob- Spectacular Spider-Man isn't. I think that maybe because it's like it was probably ended <laughs> Spectacular Spider-Man cartoon, and then they went to the Ultimate one on Disney because I don't think it was on uh, you, Disney XD. You just went into the Matrix. I don't know what you said. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Um, the Spectacular Spider-Man cartoon. I don't. Disney didn't do that one, and it wasn't on Disney XD, so they abruptly ended that, and then came out with Ultimate Spider-Man for Disney XD. Okay, that was the one with Luke Cage and Nova, and yeah, yeah, didn't make any sense. Luke Cage was a teenager. Didn't make any sense. Fighting with Shield, yeah, it did. It was cartoony. It was Looney Tunes. It was the the only ep- the only episode I ever enjoyed from that cartoon was the dead the first Deadpool or I, I don't even know if they made a second Deadpool but the Deadpool episode to me that was hilarious and I thought Deadpool was hilarious and it like I thought that episode was probably great but the rest of that cartoon series Looney Tunes like yeah I don't want Looney Tunes in my Spider Man yeah they also did uh, that was also the basis of the uh, Spider Man portion of Disney Infinity. The Disney Infinity game was that ultimate Spider-Man, so. Yeah, because that's what the little, because the Infinity game was for little kids, and that's what little kids were watching, was that that Spider-Man show. Which, that was a really good game, by the way. Disney kind of dropped the ball stopping that, in my opinion. Yeah, I never played it, but I know a lot of people really enjoyed it. And it was kind of like, it's kind of like melding into hobbies. Like you could collect the little figurines, have all of them, and play the game. And I, I really, there's some figurines I was thinking about, like, like getting because I like the style. Is like the style yeah. of them, like the Boba Fett, and like some of the other characters. Like the stylized versions of them were really cool. I even because I don't have a Disney store around me at all. Yeah, but I think the same guy that did the, that style. Yeah, he's- for the figurines, he's doing the toy yeah. box ones, and some of those I like. Want to like? I wouldn't mind. You can get them on their website. Just, can yeah. Right. Um, because they also have a Spidey buggy of that style. I'm like, that's oh, a that's like that. a park exclusive, I believe. Like you yeah, have to I go to Disney it. to get like Disney World or Disneyland to get that. Yeah, I just don't want it. And that just because it's like one of those. I keep using the word kooky because I have a lack of vocabulary tonight. <laughs> it's just one of those like odd like seventies Spider Man comic things that like it should have been 
never talked about again, but it keeps coming up just like the Thanos copy. Yeah. Like. Oh, you could get the spider buggy in the Disney Infinity game. It was it was a it was an unlockable. Um, that's funny. Unlockable achievement, which then you could put it in your what they call an open world toy box, and you could have Obi Wan Kenobi driving the spider buggy. Oh, While we're on Spider Man, now I do remember some news. That I read, I think a screen rant. I don't know how reliable they are at all times. They're more but, reliable than some. Yeah, well, they're saying that um, Disney, uh, the MCU plans or for Spider-Man three, they plan on introducing the real Mary Jane. Oh, really? I've been because Zendaya isn't really the real Mary Jane. Her name's Michelle, so it's not Mary Jane Watson. Huh? So they intend on. Introducing the real Mary Jane Watson. So she's the MCU love interest. Yeah. And we're not going to get Gwen Stacy. I guess not. They're like really not going with... Like at first I thought they were going with the ultimate... Like they were stealing some things from Miles because the kid that plays um, Ned looks like is... A chubby Asian kid who, in the Miles comic, his best friend's a chubby Asian kid called Ganky. And I honestly, I really like Miles and Ganky together. And then for them to like take Ned, like you can't imagine this kid becoming Hobgoblin, buddy. Like you know, what yeah. I mean? Like, and you can't imagine Flash Thompson becoming Venom no, in this MCU. No. no. No, I can't imagine him becoming Agent Venom. That kid would have to have a huge growth spurt and get really jacked. Yeah. But. I mean, I don't even. Who knows what's on Marvel's plans with Spider-Man, so. Because a lot of this MCU stuff that they've been following is more Ultimate Comics Marvel than 616 Marvel. So I figured, you know, Bendis wrote a pretty good Spider-Man for the Ultimate Comics. So I didn't just like so it's gonna be different than six one six Spider Man. I could get over that. And I thought that's what they'd be following with these new movies and it's not. It's like they're making it up as they go along. Which is fine. And I like Yeah. But they're just like, you know, Gwen and Mary Jane they were in the Ultimate Comics. You know what I mean? Dated of course Gwen first and then fell in love with Mary Jane. Also Gwen became carnage and died so it's a little different but then came back because she was a clone long story um i wouldn't mind if they followed that that comic more closely you know adapted the ultimate comic more um but i i, I enjoyed the last two movies it's i not 100 percent my spider-man but i'm enjoying them a lot more than previous Spider-Man films. I think I think Garfield's Spider-Man had potential to be great. And then Spider-Man 2. Amazing Spider-Man 2. They're like, here's the, per- the most iconic, most perfect Spider-Man suit you'll ever see, but it's going to be in the worst movie you'll ever see. <laughs> but still better than Spider-Man 3 and the other two of the Empire movies. 
Oh, that's sacrilegious. There's some people that I just said, they're probably like, going to be screaming like, how dare you? Spider-Man 2 is still the, most, the best Spider-Man movie ever. And I'll be like, you can email Carl and your complaints. <coughs> you can find him on 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 Twitter at Alil Kunitsa, and you can just yell at Carl there. There, <laughs> he's gonna be like, "What the fuck? Why are they? I've never what, said this. Why, why are, are you yelling at me? me? I never said that. I love Toby. <laughs> I have a poster of him. So, anything else you do this week that you wanna? Tell the people about. Uh, no, not really. Just work. Said goodbye to some family. They're going back down to Texas. I'm sad to see them go. I didn't get much time with them because I work. But me working on days I probably could have been off um, benefited me greatly. Um, other than that, I mean, I watched Bumblebee and loved it. I, I was pleasantly surprised, but I had zero expectations. And that could play into Maybe why I loved it so much, but um, that I like that actress. She's pretty much good in everything she's in. Um, but what else? I'm trying to think. Picked up that awesome blanket by you know by chance. Um, I also found my friend today hunting. He collects uh, my, my one of my best friends. He's like my brother. Um, he lives in Florida. He collects, he's a collector. Um, he collects everything Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm. So, NECA put out those, uh, horror tunes. Yeah. Looking figures. And I found him. I finally found it because I kept finding them in stores. But never a leather face. So I found him, I finally found a leather face. And I picked it up for him. And I got to mail it to him. But he collects everything Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He's got like variant like posters by artists and stuff that are really dope. And yeah, he's like, look, it's like one of his favorite things. So you, you know, know, I was thinking with those Toonie Terrors, I think is what they're calling them. It yeah, it, yeah, it would terrors. be awesome if they had like, and Neca doesn't have the license, but if they had in scale, same scale Scooby Doo figures, because <laughs> that's what those Toonie yeah, Terrors they- look like is. Is they yeah, look like, like Scooby Doo villains? Yeah, the old that old uh, animation kind of style, stylized like animation style. Yeah, like, they probably would fit in. Like if I was a toy photographer, that'd be something I would do. You know. Yeah, that would be Scooby Doo cool. versus Freddy Krueger. <laughs> <laughs> they would have to make a mystery machine like to scale. Oh yeah, that would be awesome. Uh. That's another thing I've been trying to find, like, just for, like, toy photography and stuff, is trying to find a die-cast car or cars that don't look cartoonish in one, like, that would complement one twelve scale figures, which is, for people that don't know, six-inch figures, like, you know, your Marvel Legends, your Star Wars Black Series, like, those are one twelve scale. The Mezco is one twelve, obviously it says it in the title, but like they're one twelve scales, so they're six scale figures. Yeah. Or six inch yeah. figures. Trying to find cars that would complement that scale. And it's literally impossible. The only thing I could find that would probably work, just looking on the internet, is 
the one tenth scale RC cars. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's getting like, and I don't want the whole motor and everything. I just want the body, but you gotta paint. Like, I don't mind painting. Like, I can make it. But I just want, like, bottom with wheels. Yeah, because they, they, they haven't done a vehicle line with, well, I mean, they've done the motor, the riders line with Marvel Legends. But they haven't really done. Yeah, it's mostly motorcycles. Yeah, mostly motorcycles. But they, they did do the vehicle line with, um, with Black Series, yeah, they, they had, had like, the tie. Yeah, they had the scale yeah. tie fighter. They had um, Luke Skywalker speeder, Ray's speeder from Force Awakens, mm-hmm. Enfy's Ness, her speeder. Yeah, they had and a dewback and a dewback with us with this, with a stormtrooper. When they even had, didn't they even have like um, they have this the biker scout from the the cantina? Yeah, from the old line, like the 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 wave, I guess, volume one of the black series when they first did the black series. They had the they yeah. had the biker scout, Han on a tauntaun, and and they had some scenes yeah. that you could get by. But for for legends, no actual vehicles, man. And, like, trying to find, like, actual just regular cars. I mean, I know they have that WWE, like, smash em up car, but it doesn't look like a real car. It looks like a car. Well, you car. could get those Jada Metals cars. Yeah. And, I mean, you could perspective. I mean, they're 124th scale for a car, but I guess you could. Yeah, or 132nd. Like yeah, you could do force perspective stuff on them. Well, I found it's just they're expensive. And I've been obviously finding cars that I've actually wanted in real life. <clears throat> um, it's O T T O like automobile models, yeah, which are one eighteenth scale, so they're pretty big for a diecast car. But they're diecast um, and they're big. Yeah, they're big diecast cars, one eighteenth scale, and um, but they're all over a hundred dollars. That's something I think somebody, you know, they have all these Kickstarters and stuff. I think someone should do a Kickstarter of for cars for 112 figures. Yeah. You know, just regular cars or race cars. Like, you know, some, I, I guess it would be probably more aimed at toy photography, but they don't have anything right. like that. Again, I, I like you, you, you're preaching to the choir here because I'm the guy that thinks Hot Toys should put out a uh, quarter scale or. One six. <laughs> My brain's so fried right now. One six, I, I think they should put out one six scale WWE figures. I think. Well, plus, I mean, wrestling's so popular in Japan. I'm surprised they haven't. Well, it's Hot Toys is a Hong Kong, right? But I mean, they definitely. I mean, they just opened a Hot Toys store in in Japan, and it's popular. The one six scale. Thing is popular in Japan now. It's very popular in Hong Kong, obviously, right. because Hot Toys, you know, is from Hong Kong. But um, I'm just surprised with how popular like wrestling is in Japan, and like I don't know how popular it is in other Asian com- countries. But I mean, just that alone, I'm, I feel like they would sell hot like hot the, the WWE makes. Um, in they do a weekend tour every two weekend tours of Japan. And each weekend tour, they make about twenty nine million dollars, which is 
more than the uh, domestic uh, J- Japanese companies make in a year. And oh, they're two I tours. Mean, so, so here's the thing. Um, just like the, the amount, amount of units they'd have to produce for American fans and then Japan fans, they would sell out. Like, I'm so, the wait list and then sold out would probably be within minutes of the pre-order going. No, I mean, you're, you're talking about you're in, in, six, in, in 12 scale, 6 inch figures, you're talking about the number one selling action figure line. It's not. It's yeah. not Star Wars. It's not Marvel. It's not DC. It's it's WWE and and I I, I you know to not do one six scale figures. I think I think you're leaving a lot of money on the table. I think and they'd sell themselves yeah. just with how popular that is. I mean, because I, I if they start doing that, I know you probably buy every. I wouldn't buy every one of them. No, I, I, I wouldn't go that crazy, but. There's a few I would. Okay, buy. well, you know, thanks, Russ. Make me. <laughs> but no, I mean, there. <sighs> you'd buy. You'd buy plenty. You'd buy a lot of. Right, and, and I think Diamond too. They could do PVC statues, of you know, in the in that like that in the like the Marvel galleries, and the DC yeah. galleries they've been recently putting out. I think I think you could do. I think people would <coughs> would jump at that stuff. Fifty dollars statues. Come on. And come on, tell me that those things would sell like hotcakes. And tell me Hot Toys wouldn't make so much money on making a ring diorama oh. for the figures, the pose oh, the figures in. Ridiculous. I mean, let's see. We're talking about uh, six-scale oh, six ring would be humongous. Or a diorama ring, anything, would be enormous. Because like- they... The st- even if you went, the stands could be like the corners. Yeah, ring posts and all that stuff. Yeah. And because Mattel has put out scale rings where it's to scale, because a, a regular wrestling ring is 20, or WWE ring, I should say, is 20 by 20, mm-hmm. uh, 20 feet by 20 feet. And they've put out scale rings and they go. They sell for two hundred bucks, and they sell off the shelves. Yeah, I mean, like you said, uh, the expression you use is leaving money on the table. I feel like they definitely are yeah. with that. I wish. I mean, I'm not a wrestling fan. I I can admire and appreciate the fandom, but I definitely. I mean, I wouldn't buy any of it, but I could see where like they're really missing. I mean, it. I I wish I had the capital to start it. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I mean, I, I've sent you pictures of some of the wrestlers they could do do stuff with, and it's like, how 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 do you not look at this and say, yeah, let's make this? I feel like too, it's like you could make money just making customs because you could buy a muscle yeah. body, you know, even if it's not all seamless, but with seamless arms. And stuff. Yeah. Like if you, I, I someone who made custom one six scale WWE action figures would probably make bank. Oh, they get sued I'm too just, because they the WWE loves to sue people. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's a chance you got to be willing to take, I guess. But like, um, I'm just surprised like Hot Toy, like a bigger company that can obviously has the capital to purchase a license hasn't bought the license. Well, I think I think they're just too obsessed with with. With Star, I mean, 
you know, it was kind of shocking. Like the last two years, WWE has been the number one selling figure figure line. And I think that shocks a lot of people when you tell them that. Because everybody automatically assumes, oh, you say number one action figure line. They're like, oh, it's Star Wars. No, it's not. You know, what Funko Pops no. are the hardest ones to find in stores? Oh, it would be Star Wars. No, it's, it's WWE Funkos. Um, you can't, you, if you don't pre-order WWE Funkos, you can't find them. Um, you know, I've, I've had, I had some Funkos and I've sold them and I bought them for 10 bucks and some of them I sold for $40 because people, you know, I mean, it, it, you just like tripled your, yeah, it's, it's like a line that I think, I think, you know, these companies like diamond hot toys and, and even quantum mechanics, I mean, I think they're sleeping on it. And I think it's because they they don't like that would be something like a quantum mechanics who does those life size figure or what what what's, what's their figure line they do in six scale. I think I think that's I'm something sure. they could get a license for that would help them compete with Hot Toys. I'm, I'm just I'm still pissed they haven't released that um, Milano from Guardians. <laughs> Which would probably be like a thousand dollars, but I'm still pissed they never released it because. Or like the company that, that who's the one that does the Ghostbusters? Well, six scale figures. I, I forget that. too, but you know those those comp three A is it 3A? something like that. I don't I don't know. It's one of those companies that that, that like, does it. Even if Iron Studios was to get into the. You know, one twelfth scale or six scale. Yeah, it's just it's just a lot of money. I. I Mattel's not going to be the one that does it. Um, no. They just got into the premium. You know, you've got the nine, you've got the ten dollar figure, then you got the twenty dollar figure. They just got into the thirty dollar figures now, with with that SH Figure Arts. They saw how those those that line sold very well for Figure Arts, and now Mattel's like, well, we want that. We want that. We want in on that. So, you know, it would be a matter of time before Mattel. I mean, you got the license, you could sell the license to Mattel and probably make your money back, if not more. But. Well, it's also, I mean, does Mattel have the license for that scale? Like, so they could always go around them to get the license for. We just want to make one six scale figures. Well, I think Mattel has the license. Period. Okay. Um, because that's why, like you know, Hot Toys like Cos Babies, when it comes to Marvel, they all have to be Bob. Right, and the same thing with Funko. Because Hasbro has the license. Now, yeah. Now I, they, they did do Jada figures for WWE, and they have the and they do Funko Pops, so those are probably. Um, 12th scales no not 12 scales 24 scales because those are three and a quarter inch so I, I don't know I've never seen I mean they they do the 12 inch like Titan like you know the Titan heroes that you see for Marvel figures the 12 inch yeah. figures they do, do, they do some of those but they're not very articulated obviously <coughs> Yeah, they only got what, like five points of articulation, yeah. if that. 
And so I don't know what licenses are sitting out there with WWE, but I, 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 I mean, honestly, I don't. No, I remember you showing me the one six skill Hulk Hogan, but you said he owns his. Yeah, Hogan owns ever like owns his rights, and he, you know, the yeah, storm, so the storm. This wasn't a six scale. That's not a six scale. Those oh, are storm collectibles. Scale? Oh, okay. Yeah, those are uh, 12 scales. Oh, okay. Um, <coughs> I mean, and... But that's why he can get away with doing something with another company. Right. Because he owns his own... Chip. Yeah. He owns his brand. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and, and... But he does let WWE make his figures, too, because there are Hogan figures. Well, in the past, there have been. Ever since his videotape came out, there haven't. Uh-huh. Th- that's when the Storm Collectibles stuff started coming out, and Super Sevens even even started getting into wrestling figures with a lot of New Japan figures. They're releasing uh-huh. a Jushin Thunder Liger figure, which is almost worth buying a Super <coughs> Seven figure because I I personally think Super Sevens overpriced plastic, basically. But that's just mm. me. Um, but I'll, I'll send you a pic. I'll send you a picture of, of the Jushin Thunder Liger that they're selling, and it's 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 the number one selling figure on Ringside Collectibles. And and that's the other thing too is you open up another avenue, and I don't know if hot if that it could because Hot Toys is sold domestically in the U.S. by Sideshow. Now. I don't know if you would be able to, you know, sell on Sideshow and Big Bad and Ringside Collectibles. Because I'm sure Ringside Collectibles <coughs> would want in on a six scale or statues. Oh, yeah, like yeah, They're not selling the PCS statues that have come out. Mm. But I think they, they would be wanting, I mean, six scale Hot Toys t- style figures or... Marvel gallery style statues for. Well, doesn't Big Bad in those places actually get their things from? Sancho? I think so. Because they're the, they're the U.S. distributor for Hot Toys, but I I don't know where I heard it or where I read it. Is I don't know how much longer Sideshow is going to be having Hot Toys as distribution. Well, if Big Bad's sitting there and they're going to keep shipping stuff for four dollars. Sideshow is going to have problems. Well, I think the biggest thing about Sideshow, the biggest plus for Sideshow, at least when it comes to these figures and them being so like a higher priced item, is they have the flex pay, right? Where where Big Bad doesn't. Um, but Sideshow shipping, yeah, it's just twenty dollars flat. But it sucks if you're a collector in California and you live like five miles away from Sideshow and you still have to pay $20. You know what I mean? Where Big Bad, it's like you said, like they have $4 shipping. It's like, well, why can't you do that? And like if if you've got like 500 bucks you're wanting to spend and you like you've got two hot toys that you're like wanting to buy. Whereas you go over to Sideshow, it's going to be 20 bucks per hot toy. At Big Bad, you can bundle them together, and it's four bucks shipping. Yeah, you know, instead of forty. 
So, you know, it, it, it is what it is. I mean, I've gotten, I got my crow hot toy for $15 shipping. I got my Boba Fett from Sideshow. That was the flat $20. I think it was $21 to be honest with you. Um, I got the, the Superman free shipping on eBay and the same thing with Thor. I got them both free shipping on eBay. So, you know, works out for me, but you, you got to be smart about it. But, you know, I, like I said, WWE, I, I think W six scale WWE figures would be ridiculous. And I mean, just from knowing other guys that do podcasts that are in geeky culture, in the you know, pop culture and other geeky things like we are like, I've heard them talk about watching WWE and they're into it. So it's like they might not collect the Mattel figures. Right. But if they made, I feel like they would be interested as well. Like if they made like a one six scale, you know, wrestling figure, they might be interested in that. You and, know? So the, I mean, it's still part of, it's part of like, like pop culture. And I'll give, I'll yeah. give Mattel credit where credit's due. They're WWE figures. It's, scale of the person that they're making the figure of. Yeah. Like so if they're making a Rey Mysterio figure who's 5'5 five five, or they're making an Andre the Giant figure who's 7'4 the figures are going to be different sizes. Black Series yeah. Black Series and Marvel Legends don't really do that. Yeah, um, unless it's like a figure that's supposed to be really big. Like a Hulk, like things a bigger figure. Hulk's a big figure. Groot, Menace is a, a little bit big, bigger figure. Groot, but like I mean, height-wise, like there's no differentiating height between you know Chris Evans, Captain America, and Iron right. Man in the Legends line. Which like Iron Man, he's wearing a suit of armor. You think he should be taller than Chris Evans? Right, or there. <laughs> I mean, but, it, it, but you know, I'll give I'll give Mattel credit there, and that that would be something that. Whoever did, because, you know, I'm looking at my six scale figures right now as we're talking and Hmm. base, they they all seem to be about the same size. And I'm pretty sure Chris Hemsworth and Henry Cavill are about four or five inches taller than Brandon Lee. And I think Jeremy McCullough, who played Boba Fett, was like five, seven. So I could be wrong. Jeremy Bullock, or no Empire Strikes Back with Jeremy. Bullock. Jeremy Bullock. I don't. I don't know. I, again, it's late. I'm tired. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> but he was. He wasn't a tall man. Yeah. No. And but this Boba Fett one six scale is about the same size as my Thor one six scale, and I think Hemsworth is like six four. But I, I could be wrong. I know Cavill's six four, and all all the other three Hot Toys are the same size as Cavill's. So you know that would be something you would have to be as a producer of this to be mindful of, because you know people people will have a fit if you release an Andre the Giant yeah. Hot Toy and he's the same size as Rey Mysterio. <laughs> yeah, it's like what is this? Uh, yeah, which Super Seven? But I also get. The- 
I also like have to say too with Mattel with the face sculpts are really great with the wrestling. Uh, clearly with Mattel, you can see where they put their money in uh, R and D into. Oh yeah, because the DC stuff is like the most haggard thing I've ever seen. Oh yeah, like, D- DC was awful. And speaking of DC. Oh, yeah, I was going to try to naturally segue, but I think I know where you're going. We, we we got pictures of the McFarlane line that's coming out, and I'm I'm displeased greatly because <laughs> we I have. I mean, it's it's 58 percent of the line that of this wave that they've released is Batman, and yeah. it's like, come on, guys, you've got. Two Superman figures, an armored Superman and a Superman. You've got Batman, animated Batman, Bruce Tim Batman, and you've got a Batman armored figure. You've got a Batgirl and a Nightwing. You've got the Batman who laughs. You've got Arrow, which is the, which is the only TV slash movie figure they've released. And, and it's figure out of all of them. Honestly, Dude, the comic Batman looks terrible too. Yeah, and the, then the you, and then you've got a Justice League Unlimited Green Lantern. I think that's all of them. But the um, yeah. but the Batgirl, Nightwing, and Batman Who Laughs are a Batmobile build a figure. And the Batmobile isn't in the scale. It's a, it's, it's like, like a Hot Wheel car. Like, yeah, like, yeah, it's a little bit bigger than a Hot Wheel. And car. then they're also releasing a. A, a, a vehicle? Like, you just went Matrix on me again. Alright. No, I, I can't hear you, Neo. <laughs> can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Alright, Verizon commercial. Um... <laughs> yeah, it looks like a bat pod. Right. It looks like it, the bat pod yeah. from the, the Nolan movies. Yeah, and it looks like he's doing the steering wheel missionary style. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a, I'm a little bit horrible. I mean, but the Spin Masters released a bunch of toys, and they they're not all rely. They have a bat. They're having a Batman line, and then a completely separate DC line. Mm. I think. Um, I, I, when they said to build a figure and you could build a Batmobile, I, I think everybody's mind went, they're going to build a scale. It's going to be a build a figure, a scaled Batmobile. Like in scale, like Batmobile. Like you get a piece, whatever figure, to make a scaled uh, Batmobile. That would be insane. That's where my mind went. <laughs> Instead, you're getting a micro machine Batmobile. <laughs> they already make plenty of those. Like, they do. You know I mean? They do. Yeah. Like they even make a one, like what a one twenty-four scale uh, RC eighty-nine Batman Batmobile. I saw today at Target that looks way better than the thing that you're going to be paying money to build. I've I've got three Hot Wheels Batmobiles. I'm looking at right now. I've got the classic. I've got the dark the tumbler from the Dark Knight, and then the ninety-one or night eighty-nine. The, be- the, the have- best Batmobiles out there. But this is this is yeah, not... I, I mean, I don't even think this is going to be that size. 
The only figures that look good to me is the are like decent is the Batgirl and the Nightwing. Yeah. That that arrow figure looks horrible. That face sculpt is terrible. Honestly, like it looks like it looks like super early McFarlane. I mean, toys where like they barely articulated. Yeah. I mean, like, I, that's how bad that figure. Looks. I'll say this: it's better than the Mattel figure was, but it's not as good as anything DC Collectibles put out. Yeah, these, the DC Collectibles. There's a lot of figures that look really nice in there, like in that line. I know I've got a bunch the of them. The Capullo Batman's cool. Like that Burnside Batgirl with the bike looks awesome. Yeah. Like I, I don't collect any DC, but if like. I was really contemplating like on getting some of those. The the and then I was just like, nah. The but. the arrow deathstroke is amazing. Is it? Oh yeah. I've got it. It's it's one of the best figures I have. That will not be sold, which I'm selling a lot of figures right now. <laughs> and even like the DC collectibles like Batman Arkham figures were cool looking. Yeah, I've had enough of like I've had Batman. I've I've honestly had enough of Arkham figures. I'm so tired of Batman Arkham stuff. It's 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 ridiculous now. <laughs> I really like the Batgirl and stuff like that. Like it almost looks like like movie con- kind of like if they actually made a cool looking Batman in the movies. But that's just me. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm I'm a little disappointed, McFarlane. Um, kind of made me glad I'm I'm out of the one twelfth scale game. But yeah, I, I mean, DC's number one character is Batman, and that Batman figure looks horrible. But it's becoming a crutch for DC, and that's a problem. I think it's turning yeah, a lot Batman. of people off. Everything's Batman. It's Everything's not like it's not cool even Batman. It's God Batman. Like, yeah. Like... And I mean, I have other McFarlane figures. Like I have the Stranger Things line, which aren't the greatest of face sculpts, but it's the the eighties like packaging box toys type deal that really you know I I find interesting. And I have some of the uh, the NFL. Um. What were the name? The NFL figures. Was it starting lineup? No, not starting lineup. That was that was the I think that was the Kenner. That was the Kenner line, I believe. Yeah, that was Kenner line. Uh, The McFarlane. I I don't think they have a name, but it's like NFL. Like I've got a couple of those, and then I've got a a couple of you know, I've got a Peyton Manning. I've got a Drew Brees. I've got. You know, a few of the sports figures, and those are fine. They're not the greatest, but they're better than what we're getting for DC. That's for sure. So I never liked the look of his Walking Dead figures, at least the bigger ones. Right, almost like glorified statues, like like maybe an arm moved. Um, I thought it was a cool idea when he did like the the smaller scale ones, but all the little dioramas, like that was kind of cool idea. But I like to see like a one twelve, kind of like you know, like I said, like vehicles. Like it would be cool just to have like 
an everyday bus in one twelve scale. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like I said, it's probably more aiming towards photography and stuff for, you know, that kind of stuff. But it would still be cool. Like, but then again, like I said, like, I, I talked to, like, our, our, our friends at the Geek Out show, Seth, uh, Seth and um, Hill. You know, no one makes generic criminals. Like, no one makes bank robbers. You know, no one makes, like, street thugs. Mobsters. Yeah. No one makes like just like, you know, and there's like a collector, or, like even a kid, like you know, well, a bougie kid whose parents can buy him the legends and stuff like that, um, that can afford to buy him all that stuff. Like, like as a kid, I'd want some generic criminals, well, not just super villains. You know, I think to play with. I think with 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 a lot of that is they see that as like the, um toy photography market and that's not a large market right now um that's a very limited and most people are kit bashing that stuff yeah it's more like a niche market yeah you know or more a sub a subculture market yeah, within toy collection you know a lot of people buy a joker figure pop the head off repaint the figure put another head on it and then move yeah, on with, yeah um like my but yeah I'm just saying, like, people that either, like, don't think they can do that or, like, don't want to do that, they're, what are, you know. Yeah, well. They might want something like that. You know, maybe they want to display their, you know, Spider-Man figure beating up some bank robbers uh, displayed on in their case. Like, no one makes that stuff. Like. Huh. Well. We've been going for an hour now. I'm running out of things to talk about. <laughs> I think Carl is too. So I think we need to wrap this bad boy up. And we want to thank you for your time. We know it's precious and you don't have a lot of it. Um, we appreciate it all. And you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Nerdicons Pod. You can find us on your favorite podcast app, rate, review, subscribe, bring up those numbers for us and help us get to where we want to be. Recommend recommend us to a friend. We'll thank you in the, in the end. Carl, take us home. Wow. You're <laughs> completely. That was off the cuff. <laughs> well, guys, like Chris said, thanks for listening. You know, share with your friends, check us out on all our social media stuff. And, like always, like I always say, make sure your details are dust free, your figures are posed dynamically, and your comics are bag boarded. Until next time.